the members of the church have always been divided into kind of three groups. We're all part of the same church, we're all part of the mystical body of Christ, but we're in different stages along the journey to eternal life. Yesterday we celebrated uh, the church triumphant, the saints in heaven, those who have finished the race and are enjoying their heavenly reward. We here on earth are referred to as the church militant because we're still fighting and struggling against sin. We're still running the race. We're still in the struggle. Today, the church calls to our attention the church suffering, the souls in purgatory, those who are still in need of purification, those who still need to make some satisfaction for their sins before they can enter into the glory of heaven. The book of Revelation tells us that nothing unclean can enter heaven. And so if at the end of our life we are still not perfectly purified of the stain of sin, uh, then our faith teaches us that purgatory is a temporary state uh, on the way to heaven. Everybody in purgatory will eventually go to heaven. And the church ardently asks us, especially during this month of November, to remember the souls in purgatory, to pray for them, uh, to try to uh, acquire indulgences for them, which I'll say something about. But there's a story from Our Lady of Fatima that I think can help remind us of the great urgency of praying for the faithful departed, praying for our loved ones who have died. Because there's a, a, a great temptation today to just assume that when people die, they go to heaven. And my friends, that is not our faith. That is not what we believe. Yes, some people who have been heroically faithful, who have been heroically holy, go straight to heaven when they die. But that's not common. In fact, it's extremely rare. And so the obligation for us to remember our loved ones and to pray for them. And the story comes from Our Lady of Fatima, the first apparition. Uh, the children were asking Mary about some of, their, some of the other children from their village who had died, and they were asking Mary if these individuals were in heaven. And one of them was a teenage girl. She was 19, and they asked Mary if she was in heaven. And Mary responded that she would be in purgatory until the end of the world, a 19-year-old. Mary told them that she would be in purgatory for the, until the end of the world. And I think this probably comes off to us as a bit shocking. But I think we should understand that what's implied in that is that if nobody prays for her, if nobody has masses said for her, if nobody remembers her, then she will be in purgatory till the end of the world. And this is the great obligation for us. It's an act of charity for those who have died, to never stop praying for them. We should continue praying for our loved ones until the day we die, continue remembering them in our rosaries during the month of November, continuing having Masses said for them, because there's no downside. Those prayers, those Masses are never wasted. If that person is in fact in heaven, then it can go to somebody else. God in his wisdom can apply that to a different soul, and so there's no downside. Especially during the month of November, the church uh, invites us to try to acquire indulgences for the souls in purgatory. Uh, this is still part of our faith, uh, and particularly during the month of November. 
And so just a quick refresher about some things about indulgences. As you know, there's two types of indulgences, plenary and partial. Plenary means full. It's a complete remission of the stain of sin. It's a complete remission of time in purgatory. And you can receive uh, indulgences for yourself or for a soul in purgatory. You cannot receive one for somebody else that's still living. You can receive one plenary indulgence per day. And there's some preconditions that also have to be fulfilled. You have to go to sacramental confession within 20 days before or after. You have to receive Holy Communion and pray for the intentions of the Pope. Communion also could be before or after the day of the indulgence, although it's preferred that it's on the day of. The more difficult one is that we have to be completely detached from all sin, including venial sin. And what this just means is that we're truly sorry for all of our sins, even our venial sins, and we're firmly resolved to not commit them again. And this is difficult, but it's not impossible. And we should pray and ask God to give us the grace to make an act of perfect contrition for all of our sins so that we can receive a plenary indulgence. There's two types of plenary indulgence available for the souls in purgatory during the month of November. Um, and the church has expanded it a bit this year just because of COVID and some of the difficulties. So during the month of November, on any eight days, you can receive up to eight plenary indulgences. Uh, one is sufficient for each soul um, by visiting a cemetery and praying for the faithful departed. Any prayers, just visiting a cemetery uh, and saying prayers for the faithful departed. You can do that up to eight days during the month of November. And today, on November 2nd, by visiting a church, all of you here, uh, you can also receive a plenary indulgence for the souls in purgatory by praying the Creed and the Our Father for them. And so at, at, right after Mass is over, after we pray the St. Michael prayer, we'll just pray the Apostles' Creed and the Our Father, and that takes, play, uh, takes care of the requirement for the, the plenary indulgence today by visiting the church. And so let us all, especially during this month, take it upon ourselves to make extra prayers, uh, extra sacrifices, strive to obtain indulgences uh, for our loved ones who have died and for all the souls in purgatory.